This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. Monday, Monday. Monday, fun day. January 23rd. We're almost to February. We're almost out of winter. And we're almost to the Super Bowl. Hi, I'm Dan. Dan O'Toole. This is your weekend recap of everything that went on in the world of sports or just in the world in general. Huge weekend in the NFL. My mom, Sandra O'Toole, has been making picks. She went 500 this weekend. Uh, She said, I didn't do very well. She said, I only got two right. I said, well, that's better than zero. She literally has a ca- uh, glass half full. It's not half empty. She's right in the middle. Chiefs Jags. Chiefs won that one. Sandra O'Toole. Money on that. Patty Mahomes gets hurt on that play. And now, because of social media, the injury is being overanalyzed. How the player that tackled him, they said, oh, he knew his leg was there. He dropped right down on that leg. I don't know. I think the guy just made the tackle and fell down. But because of social media, the play is being overanalyzed. But I do know that Patty Mahomes for the next week, I would pay for behind the scenes footage of everything that is going into making him better. He has got machines we've never seen He has got 37 people working on that, what is being called a high ankle sprain. He will not be 100%. Tony Romo even said Mahomes might not play next weekend, which would be insanity. And then this, this was my favorite part of the weekend. So the backup comes in, Chad Henney, who has been a quarterback in the NFL for 37 years. He orchestrates a touchdown drive. And the broadcast made it seem like a -a make-a-wish child had engineered a touchdown drive. All they could talk about was, I can't, I can't. The man is a quarterback in the NFL. What? Why why did they make that drive so like I can't he completed a pass? 
what's happening here? He he got them a first down? What touchdown? I've never seen the man plays professional football for a living. It's like a backup goalie coming into a game and and he ends up winning the game. He's Oh my goodness. He stopped the puck. I haven't seen this before. So I want to see behind the scenes footage of 37 people working on that leg. They've they've got the uh, ointments. They've probably got old carnival stuff that they went town to town selling. They're like, yeah, get some of that stuff from the 50s. Jimmy John's feel good sauce. Put it on there. Put some barbecue on there. KC's the home of barbecue. Barbecue sauce, they put it on there. He feels better. People just slathering barbecue sauce all over. They've got some Tiger Bomb on there. That's what Roger Clemens used to put all over his body before a start. I mean every part of his body. Just lathered himself in Tiger Bomb. If you've ever used that stuff, it tingles. (laughs) And you don't want that tingling in certain spots. But the Jags made a game of that. Late fumble when they were in the red zone cost him. It also cost me a f- over. God damn it. Eagles Giants. Yeah, that game was garbage. My mom was all over. She said, there's something about the G men. Well, Sandro Tool, get that radar check because they they go. Bills Bengals. Producer Tim's team, the Bills, that game was horrible. It was pitcher perfect because there's something about a game in which the snow is falling and they're carving out the lines on the field. It's just beautiful. But the the Bills couldn't play in it, couldn't get anything going. So the Bills are done. Everyone had them for the Super Bowl uh Super Bowl at least or Super Bowl winners. But the Bengals were like, uh, we were in the Super Bowl last year. Does anyone remember that? So the Bengals, one step away from returning. And then Sandra got the Niners and Cowboys. And in the trenches game, <laughs> which the last play of the game. What are you doing? How someone was not killed in the last play of the game in which there was no offensive line to protect Dak from being murdered. I I don't know how they can draw a play up like that and you are coaches in the National Football League. So the Niners are moving on. John Lynch, our good buddy. He's the GM of the Niners, an all-star human. Salt of the earth, guy. so whenever he succeeds, I'm happy about that. Uh, Sandra's on her way to Florida. I don't want to bother her. She's in the car. So I'm going to make her picks for her. She's going uh, Niners over the Eagles. Because she already took the Niners, and then she'll be going Chiefs over the Bengals. Guarantee it. So she's got a Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl. When it could very easily be.
Bengals. Well, you got a 50-50 shot. So Sandro Tool going Niners, Chiefs in championship weekend. Uh, we've got uh, Z Money and producer Tim with us to get us through the, the big stories of the weekend. And boy, there were a lot of stories. And speaking of champions, Brooke Henderson, is that what's yes, that like? Yes, <laughs> there we go. Grab that ball and run with it, buddy. All right. Uh, well, Brooke Henderson, she won the LPGA season opener. She shot a 270 on Sunday to complete the wire-to-wire win. Uh, this win is Henderson's 13th LPGA title, and with the win, she took home a cool $225,000. Brutal. That uh, that should be way more money. 225. That's what like uh, the 15th place finisher gets on the PGA Tour. Raise that uh, that money in the LPGA Tour. Where does that put her now? In reg- she is the greatest Canadian golfer of all time. Where does that put her in the rankings of wins for Canadians on the list? So she's got 13. Mike Weir, how many did he have? Like five? I think Mike Weir has 15. Weir's won a total of 15 times worldwide and is completing the present stuff. So there you go. Okay, so she's two behind Mike Weir for the all-time total for Canadian golfers. And should be noted, you know why Brooke Henderson is a superstar. We share the same birthday, September 10th. The years aren't the same. She's 25. But September 10th. Well, that day is, uh, all it does is breed greatness. I believe Jack Nicholas has the same birthday as us. Let me confirm this. No, way off. Arnold Palmer, I believe, has the same birthday as us. Yeah, baby. Arnold Palmer, Brooke Henderson, Dan O'Toole. Got three good golfers there for you. So, and by the way, Arnold Palmer is the greatest beverage ever created. The key to a spectacular Arnold Palmer is to have lemonade and unsweetened iced tea. Tough to find in Canada. We're all about the sweetened iced tea. Well, in the States, it's easy to find unsweetened iced tea, which is trash on its own. But when mixed with lemonade, you've got yourself an Arnold Palmer. Order that at uh, a restaurant in your infer and a Shirley Temple. A well-made Shirley Temple is also a great beverage. So way to go, Brooke Henderson. Climbing the ladder. She will be the greatest Canadian golfer when it's all said and done of all time. All right, moving on to uh, Tim. That's my biggest pet peeve. What? Moving on. Yeah. That's like when you still see it on highlight shows. Now uh-huh. when they finish like the hockey highlights, they're like on to baseball. You're uh-huh. insulting our intelligence. If we can't figure that out, then we shouldn't be watching TV. If you're reading a book, it doesn't say on to the next chapter. It just, you just start reading the new chapter. Anyway, that's on me, Tim. That's not on you. Moving on. 
Oh, God. Uh, Shannon Sharp got into it uh, during a Lakers-Grizzlies game last week where he was sitting courtside, and then at the end of the first half, he started chirping guys like Dylan Brooks and John Morant and like, Morant's dad, T. Steven Adams looked like he wanted to kill. That's <laughs> when it was diffused. Go- <laughs> yeah. Because Stephen someone... Adams looked at him, and Shannon's like, eh, I don't want none of that smoke. Yeah, Shannon Sharp probably doesn't see a lot of guys who are bigger than, that much bigger than him. But yeah, I, I, I think that would work. Uh, the so the biggest takeaway from that was people were worrying about his, uh, not worrying, but wondering about his cardigan. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. And then people looked it up, and I believe it's a $3,000 cardigan. Shannon Sharp on his show today with uh, Skip. He apologized. He said uh, that should never have happened. He apologized to his mom, his kids, his family. Apologized to the Lakers organization. Apologized to the Grizzlies organization. And namely Dylan Brooks. He's like, uh, he kind of alluded to the fact that Brooks started. He said, I don't care how many times he said something to me. Um, but, uh, I shouldn't have reacted the way I did. Correct. You're a 55 year old man. And I don't know what was said, but you don't start a fight in the middle of a game because if you are not on TV or a retired NFL player, you are kicked out of that arena and told never to return again and probably charged with something. Yeah. Let's be honest. Has apologized. Yeah, he apologized, and it included his agent in the apology, which means that he was sitting in his agent's seats, and he apologized to the Lakers because he didn't want to be banned from Lakers games. He wanted to get and, those seats again. That's why And he, he apologized. apologized to his stylist. His stylist was there. Whatever. He said, I hope I didn't um, hurt your business. So it was a very unique apology, but it did exactly what... I believe was probably in the back of his mind, like, well, this will get his viewers for Monday morning. That's what those, uh, I'm going to yell at you. You're going to yell at me shows look for, and that is eyeballs because they don't have a lot of them. So if they can create their own drama, then they've got eyeballs. It's gross. So, uh, if you go to a game, and mind your own business and don't yell at players. Well, the worst kept secret in the National Hockey League is officially out of the bag. Bruce Boudreau has been fired by the Canucks. In comes Rick Tockett to take over. Now, as upsetting as Canucks fans are, you know that Bruce is gone. How great was it to see the Canucks fans chanting with the Bruce, there it is, chant again one more time for him. I mean, uh, I'm a big Boudreau fan. Who isn't? Bruce, there it is. He came in last year. Fans loved him. He is beloved every single place he goes. But never in my time on this earth or for any people that have covered the sport for any length of time have they seen this before in which a coach knows he's being fired, yet he's still behind the bench. Had they just fired Brudrow? And brought in Tockett, nothing would have been said. There would not have been a fan base that turns against ownership the way it has. They handled it so poorly and they made 
a god out of a man that would have just gone away into the night had it been handled properly. Bruce Boudreau in tears behind the bench with the fans chanting his name. I just hope that TNT replaces Tockett with Boudreau immediately. I don't know if Bruce wants to do TV. He can do whatever he wants. He can handpick his job in the NHL. Someone mentioned the Leafs should bring him in as an assistant. An assistant to the assistant to the assistant. Get Bruce into that room. Because the Leafs do not have that type of person. Which is a diffuser. A dad-like figure. Because Sheldon Keefe, he doesn't look like a, a lovable guy. Bring Bruce in there and you've got a whole other, you got a good cop, bad cop routine. Bruce can be your friend, your shoulder to cry on. And um, he can crack jokes. Go back to the behind the scenes footage of the Leafs. Uh, or Phil Kessel, what's his line, his famous line? Good one, Brucey. Uh, Phil. Love that guy. Hey, we had a story last week about a study that showed men who own sports cars have small penises. I did not ask the question you were probably asking while listening to this. How did they find this out? Z Money. How did they find out this, did they tell men, did they pull them over and say, let me see your junk? Not quite. Uh, okay. So in the experiment, they manipulated men with false information about what the average penis size was, making them feel theirs was either bigger or smaller than average. They then asked the men a series of question questions about different products and how they made them feel, including how much they would like to own a sports car. Their results found that men, particularly those over 30, rated sports cars as more desirable when they were made to feel less endowed. I don't like this study. So they didn't actually go out and find men in sports cars and tell them to drop trowel. They didn't. Okay, so this study's bullshit. Uh, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. That's one thing we do here on Monday Funday. We need leave no stone unturned. And uh, we also got a term wrong because I said um, a road to hoe. And my mom said that was completely wrong. It's a it's a hoe to row. Ah, I it up again. A row to hoe. A row to hoe. You don't hoe a road. Yeah, hoe a row. So Sandro Tool was there to clear that up. She said, "You turkey, this is the correct term." She uses. We use turkey a lot. It's it's family friendly. It's uh, not harsh, but it gets your point across. If you say, "You turkey," use that in your house. It's great. Speaking of turkeys, oh. Can't you just go into it? <laughs> Can't you just go into it? No, this is more fun. Uh, Live Golf finally has a US TV and streaming deal with the CW Network. 
who basically they bought airtime. They're going to handle all the production. They're going to. It's a revenue share. Yeah. 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 It's the only way they could get the, uh, the tournaments on TV. So they now join uh, the CW's lineup that includes the final season of The Flash, Riverdale, and Chris Angel's Magic with the Stars. Okay, so Live Golf goes from YouTube, in which their tournaments uh, were available. YouTube, which is available to everyone in the world. Everyone in the world to CW where no one knows where that channel is on their TV. But I see why they did it. If you've got a YouTube product, you don't seem legit. But if you've got a TV deal, you get to say, hey, look at this, guys. We're moving up in the world because it's on TV. But if you've got a smart TV, your YouTube's on the TV too. We don't get CW here in Canada. So I don't know if those tournaments will be available. And I saw, I follow the... It's on CHCH here. Oh, Hamilton. It's a Hamilton station. I like it. I saw, I follow the secret, uh, the secret tour caddy. And he said a big name golfer was pulling out of this week's tournament with an injury because they got a deal so massive from live golf that they couldn't turn it down. So there's going to be another big name showing up on the live tour. And uh, for those guys that are on it. Yeah. Why not? There's no cut. It's a three day tournament. And there's like 10 in the year. I get it. I totally get it. And now you're on the CW with Riverdale, which is a dark take on the Archie comics. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. And Archie dies? I don't know. I haven't watched it. I have no idea. Hmm. There's an age restriction. I don't think you're allowed to watch that if you're over 30. <laughs> Is there really? Yeah, Dan, there's really an age restriction that's not going to let you watch a TV show. Huh, I didn't know that. I didn't know how they had those. Guess we learn something new every day, Tim. Oh, you're just joking. Ah, I get it now. Uh Dan, have you seen the story of uh Usain Bolt? He's missing more than $12.7 million from his private same, investment. Same, same, me too. Yeah, same. Uh, Bolt's attorney said that his client's account once had $12.8 million, but only 12000 currently remains in the account. Now, the company said that it discovered the fraud earlier this month and that several of its clients may be missing millions of dollars. From like a legit bank? It's an investment firm, but yes, a legit oh. one. There you go. You're with an investment firm. That's not in a, like my my banks, my money's with the CIBC and it's backed up. Whatever money's in there, I think it's insured. That's supposedly, like it can't go missing. That's the one great thing about our, well, there's a lot of great things about Canada is our banking system. 
Remember the financial crisis? All the banks went out of business and stuff in the States because you can't go from city to city. You rarely see the same bank. There are so many banks in the United States here. There's like four. They didn't crash. We do banking right. So if you had $2 million in the CIBC, you go in there and you ask them for that $2 million. They'll say, go yourself. Uh, We can't, we don't have that money here. So you can't do that, but they do have it somewhere and they haven't lost it. But if you've got your $2 million with an investment firm, oh, you as soon as you said investment, yeah, that money's gone. It's like uh, athletes. It's happened so many times. They're like, yeah, I let my agent handle all my finances. Well, that was dumb. And then the agent takes all the money. I let CIBC handle all my my money. Sure, they're they're playing around with it. That's what that's how they make their money because they're investing your money. I think. Well, well, it's just sitting there. But uh, on a rainy day, if I want that money, all of it. I'm not going to get it, but I know it's safe. Thanks, CIBC. You're doing good. Uh, so we should probably break some news here on the podcast. Oh, we have breaking news? Yes, Dan has a, a, a new girlfriend named Olivia. She works at Amazon Customer Support. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, you spending a lot of time on the phone with Olivia, Dan? Yes. So turns out I'm not the only one getting phone calls from Olivia. So this happened on Friday. Phone rings. And it's a regular number. It's a 416 number. That's a Toronto area code. So like the sane human that I am, the age that I am, I was raised in which when the phone rings... I don't know. You answer it. So producer Tim's like, that's, <laughs> that's where you went wrong. You answered the phone. Tim went through a process in which if he has a number of calls and he's not expecting a call, he then looks up that number and then decides who it was. He traces the call. That's a lot of steps to a one-step process. Hello. So I answer the phone and it uh, jumps into recording. Hi, this is Olivia from Amazon. You have a $600 charge. So when that happens, I don't know if these scammers know, but I have access to all my Amazon orders. And uh, I, I mentioned this because I, I, uh, I uh, documented the entire thing on my Twitter. Last thing I ordered was mayonnaise. So that opened up a whole new round of questions. Why do you buy mayonnaise from Amazon? I had never bought mayonnaise before. But I'm like, uh, I was on there and we needed mayonnaise. We needed mustard. Two mayonnaise, big jars, $5.95. And I'm like, uh, one of those jars is $8 in the store. I'm getting some mayo from Amazon. There was no $600 charge. 
Had there been, I would be getting $600 worth of products. The scammers don't know how Amazon works. So I, I hung up the phone because this is a scam, Olivia. I'm on to you. And then Olivia proceeded to call back 14 or 15 more times, all from different numbers. So people would say, why didn't you start playing with them? Why didn't you start messing with them? Because it's a recording. Well, why didn't you block the number? Every time the call came in, I blocked the number, but a new call would come up and I'm like, oh, maybe that's someone calling to say hi. Oh, it's Olivia again. So I slowly went insane. And then people said, well, there's an option to press a number. I said, but if I press a number, I'm of the belief that they now own my identity, that they can tap into your phone or something because I am terrified. But I just feel for the seniors who get caught up in this. I know they, there's always a, oh, this is Revenue Canada. You're going to jail. Press this number. Seniors, they don't know what to do. They're, they're like, oh my goodness, I want to take care of this problem. I want to take care of this $600 Amazon charge, even though the seniors don't even have Amazon. So Olivia, go f- yourself. And don't call me again. And we are not dating, Tim. You'll find love soon, Dan. Mm, will I? Uh, time for one last one. Uh, yeah, North America's top-ranked fairs and carnivals uh, were released. So the website, carnivalwarehouse.com, the self-proclaimed number one news source for carnivals, fairs, and events, <laughs> released its top 50 fairs in North America. Okay, so Orno Fair number one. Lay it uh, on me. Uh, Orno Fair not in the top 50. Not well, this is both. This, this is a illegitimate list. <laughs> well, there were a few Canadian events on the list, and the top one was the CNE. It's the fifth ranked fair carnival no! event. No, no, bullshit. The CNE is trash. The CNE is garbage. You're Carnival walking around on ha- hot asphalt the entire time. It is not good. The Orno Fair blows it out of the water. Sorry. Uh, a couple other Canadian events made the list. The Stampede. That should be eight. higher than the CNE. I agree. But it was number eight. And then uh, K-Days in Edmonton came in at 23. And then the Pacific National Exhibition in Vancouver was number 32. The P&E in Vancouver, you know the uh, shoot the star out with a gun game? I did it. I bought and I got a big um, Scooby-Doo. I had to carry that thing. The biggest stuffed animal you've ever seen. I want it. At the peony. And then I had a, a cat, Alex Fraser at the time. So my girlfriend at the time and I, we arrive home. I'm like, hey, let's surprise Alex. So I knock on the door to our uh, condo. And I just had uh, Scooby-Doo sitting at the door. <laughs> sitting at the door and I opened the door. Because Alex always would come to the door when we arrived. That cat ran and hid for about a week because of my little trick I played with Scooby-Doo. 
the key, anyone who's won the shoot the star out game, which is tough to find now. I think they banned that. You don't go to the middle. You make a circle around that star. And they don't want to give away that prize. That guy was inspecting for a little flake of red to be left. And I had the crowd on my side. People were like, give it to him! And the guy's like, I'm just saying, like, F- you, Carney! And they started like kicking him and beating him. No, they didn't go that far. But they, public pressure made him give me that, uh, give me that Scooby-Doo doll. And it was talk about, I think my life peaked at that moment. I'm like, I got, I got the girl. I got the Scooby-Doo. You're walking around with one of those. Everyone's in awe. They're like, oh, dad, why can't you be like him? Dad, you're garbage. Look at this. This is a real man. All the the ladies are like, oh, I'm with a schlub. He won me the the participation stuffy. Well, this guy's the the king of the fair. Uh, I should have retired after that. <laughs> should have just I'm I'm done. I'm out. Should have pulled the Costanza. I'm done. See you later, everybody. Okay, so that uh, that list is garbage. I'm glad uh, we were able to establish that. CNE doesn't even crack the top 300. And anyone who's been to it will agree with me. And if you don't, come to the Orono Fair. It's the first weekend after Labor Day. And you will have a good country fair experience. It's a It's an agricultural fair. It's a real fair. Gentlemen, we thank you for your time and efforts uh, delivering all these uh, these stories to us. We we solved a lot of things. We got behind the the small penis survey. We found that out. We got Sandro Tools picks in. We we got uh, to Olivia. We were able to clear that up. And we we got to Shannon Sharp. And Bruce Boudreaux, the Canucks ownership. Management, you should be ashamed. You have turned an entire city against your organization. That's tough to do. But you did it. Great job, Vancouver Canucks. Regular edition of Boomsies, as always, on Wednesday. And boy, do we have a doozy because Jay and I went to see Tom Green perform. Friday night in Toronto. And we have a full detailed recap of that. Because it was a delight. We'll see you then. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.